Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome to the Believe in Info Draft Prospect Podcast. This is an interview edition welcoming Thor Griffith, star defensive lineman out of Harvard, who is off to a tremendous start in this season. If you didn't catch him in 2021, he's also a dominating force for Harvard that season. Welcome onto the show. A, uh, a member of the Feldman's freak list this year as well. So he's got some notoriety already. Thor, again, man, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's during season. You have probably a lot of academic stuff you're taking care of on, uh, you know, on the day-to-day process of being a football player. I know it's a really busy time for you, man, but thank you again so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Really absolutely. appreciate it. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm a, so if people haven't seen Thor yet, I'm telling you right now, I popped on his last two first two games of the season so far. Number 50 in the middle of the defense. I mean, he one thing, Thor, that I really appreciate appreciated about your game is like obviously you're a very strong, dense looking interior defensive lineman. So like you do this stuff at the point of attack, take on double teams, all that good stuff. But there was a couple flash plays, man, where I'm like, he's, you know, moving laterally, working against screens, kind of coming back to the football, where I'm just like, that's explosiveness is kind of irregular for a guy your size, which is pretty, pretty outstanding to watch. And then you watch, and then of course you go back to the freak list. You see that you were a really dominant high school wrestler, your last couple of years of high school, and also a really good shot putter out of the, the state of New Hampshire. So I want to take you back to Portsmouth for a quick man. Um, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, just your athletic background and where that explosiveness comes from. Cause obviously you're a multi-sport guy coming out of high school. Yeah. Well, let's say starting before high school, I, I started playing hockey growing up since I was four, and I played all the way up and up until middle school. So I probably that's where I get a lot of my like my base from. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, I started playing football, also shot put, and and wrestling my junior year. So that, I would say wrestling really helped me develop as a football player. Just like one, the athletic athleticism, most, but also the like flexibility and just like joint and body strength, to be able to really like twist out of weird situations. They have to explode after the ball. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It's it, this is for people that don't know. I I coach football for for a long time. I've coached track and field for a long time. I was a thrower's coach, so I really understand Thor. Like I've never seen you you shot put, man. But like if you were, especially if you're a rotational shot putter, you know that core strength and that pop that kind of in, in the in the core. It just makes so much sense. You mentioned the flexibility a little bit, and then it made total sense that you also did some wrestling during your career yeah. because you got those quick, violent hands, you keep that good base, keep a low center of gravity, all that good stuff. I guess my biggest question for you is just everything that you've done, because I didn't even know the hockey background, which is pretty awesome too, because that's, I mean, that's balance, that's flexibility, that's explosiveness, of course, too. When you kind of mold all those things together, I'm assuming that just kind of having that athletic background has really helped you on the football field, just kind of hone in on a lot of those different attributes. Yeah, definitely. I'll would, I would definitely see that, like, especially my leg strength and just power. 
I'll be able to take things from different sports that I've learned over the years that I could like attribute and like work into my great game. So all that stuff I've done over the years really has helped me up until this point. And let me ask you about your recruiting process a little bit, because, you know, obviously you're a high academic kid. You end up at Harvard, the, the finest academic institution in the country. Yeah. And so t- talk to me a little bit about how you basically ended up at Harvard and just kind of what, what was a little bit the behind the scenes, I guess, to your process of picking a school. Oh, for me, I wasn't re- recruited super heavily just because I was from New Hampshire and there's like yep. New Hampshire's not really known for being a big football state. So like I like Harvard had interest in Cornell. So those mm-hmm. are the only two two schools I really had any interest in me. And then I got an offer for wrestling at Brown. Uh, but then I went to a Harvard camp after when I was emailing Coach Murph, sending him videos, keeping in contact. And then after the camp, <laughs> excuse me, um, I got I got the offer from Harvard. I committed right then and there. So, so besides Brown wrestling, Harvard football is the only other like Division One college offer I've had. So. <laughs> Well, then the super hard decision, Harvard was the place like I've wanted to go to since I don't even know when. So it was kind yeah. of a dream come true. Yeah, uh, that's 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 an awesome story, man, because it, it's I mean, obviously, it's it's worked out for the best. I mean, you've been yeah. a dominant <laughs> player, obviously, for the last couple of years. I know that you actually originally came in, I believe, during the 2020 season that got canceled due to yeah. COVID and everything. What was that transition like, man? It had to be tough being a freshman, just coming in, trying to find your spot. And then, you know, before you know it season's canceled and you got to kind of reset a little bit there. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I've just been having a little no congestion lately. Yeah. So it was weird that like soon we found the season, like what got canceled. It sucked. Cause like I put in all this work during the summer and like all the other guys felt the same way. We put all in this work, being prepared, being ready, trying to earn a spot. And then we kind of got let down. Yeah. And then we found like we had no season. So, but then the way I thought of it, it was like, Hey, just another year to prepare, another year to learn, another year to get better. And obviously that first semester on campus, it was weird because it was only it was only freshmen on mm-hmm. campus. So it was only the freshman football players. We had 6 a.m. workouts every day for six days a week. So we're running, conditioning, just doing like footwork drills and all that kind of stuff. So it was an interesting experience. It was obviously not as fun as now, but definitely shaped the way I look at college football. So, Yeah. And, and I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about your, I guess, physical development a little bit, Thor, because like I'm, I'm looking at kind of the your your Harvard profile for a second, and I saw on the freshman page for you, it listed you at like 260 pounds, and now you're, what, about 310, I think, is what you're listed yeah. at now. Talk to me a little bit about the physical development you've had, man, because I know I'm sure you probably kept the weight down a little bit, being a wrestler, having to be under the 285 or whatever the, kind of that weight limit is, but how have you kind of seen your physical development just kind of balloon over the last couple of years? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that 260 was actually my weight my junior year because I went to the Harvard camp my junior year. Gotcha. So they, they couldn't because of COVID, they didn't let us do like weigh-ins and everything, so that was like, I guess, the only weight they had on file for me. Yeah, and I actually came into Harvard at 320. Wow. So yeah, but then just like just from doing all the movement drills, I realized I was just too big, too bulky, and I could like it just like slowed me down too much. So then I cut weight. So I came in again at like around 305, 303, 300 around there my sophomore year, and that's when I re- I could be a lot quicker, a lot faster, but also maintain some size so I didn't get moved around too much. Yeah. And this year, just all this this whole winter. And also spring and summer, I worked on building my weight in a good way so that I can maintain and actually build on my speed and quickness, but also increase my strength and increase my size. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I know, obviously, you're a. I can tell just by the the little excerpt or the little write up that that Bruce Feldman did about you for the freaks list <laughs> that, like, you. I'm sure you spent a lot of time in the weight room, man. You seem like a, yeah. a worker, obviously. So, can you talk to me a little bit about just your preparation? Because I know that you obviously have been a busy guy, and maybe just brief thoughts about being on the freaks list, man. It had to be really cool to kind of represent Harvard, all the hard work that you've been putting in. Yeah, it was definitely an honor. I was excited when I found out I was on the freak list. So the only thing I, I'm thinking about right now is probably just moving up on that list. Yeah. Thinking about just like how can I improve my game, make it so I'm even even more of a freak. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. And and so Thor, I I look at the stats, man, and you know, the stats are good. I mean, you, you had ten and a half tackles for loss, five sacks last year, four and a half tackles for loss, two sacks so far this year. But I watch your film, man, and I'm just like, you're a guy for me that I'm like, look, he can play nose because he's got that dense physical profile, right? I think you could also play a little bit, you know, working out to like a three-tech type of thing because I'm like, he's a really explosive athlete. Just talk to me a little bit about your your physical development and your impact that you've had on this team over the last two years because you have become not only a stable up front for the defensive line, but you become a playmaker. Like you make a lot of tackles for loss, a lot of plays in the backfield, and you create a lot of havoc, obviously. Yeah, so let's say coming into my sophomore year, I was more of like – kind of just like the, the beginning of my sophomore year, it was like kind of to give the like starters a rest, just like mm-hmm. when they're tired, I would go in there. But then over the course of that season, I kept making more plays and doing better and better until I was more, I wasn't starting, but I was getting the same amount of playing time as the starters, I would say, maybe a little yep. less, I'm not sure. <laughs> but I was basically one of the guys they would put out there when, when they needed to. But then this year, since both Chris Smith and Jacob Sykes, both guys transferred FBS, those guys are gone. I really had to step up, and now I'm, I have to be that D tackle for our team and basically hold it down. Yeah, and and obviously you you have been, and uh, you've been a dominating force the first couple of games. Like I said, if I watched the the last game you played against Brown, man, and I was overly impressed, and I looked at the the stat line that you had against Merrimack in the first game. Yep. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, I was like nine tackles, four and a half tackles for loss. It was just a ridiculous stat line so you've been off to a, a great start can you talk to me a little bit floor because like again you had a lot of success last season but it seems like you are now even at a just higher level like you're just taking it up a notch as far as the explosiveness physicality all that good stuff so w- what's kind of been i guess the biggest i don't want to call it improvements but biggest maturation in your game from last year to this year like where what do you feel like has been the biggest difference to your step up this year i'll probably see probably see my technique Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because that's one of the biggest things I've been working on over the summer is just getting like my hands right, my feet right, my movement down. So that's probably one of the biggest things. Also, like a bigger and stronger and faster than I was last year. But I'll probably say the biggest thing is just like really honing in on my technique and just locking in on the coaching points that our coaches give us so that I can perform and like fit into the scheme as best as possible. I, I know for you, you mentioned that, you know, playing at Harvard was was kind of a thing you've wanted for a long time. But talk to me, uh, I guess, a little bit about the balance of everything, because, I mean, you're at the finest academic institution. You're, you know, working for a degree, doing all that good stuff while also being a really dominant football player. How do you, how do you kind of balance 
the academic workload, with the athletic workload, especially during the season? It has to be a little bit tough, but I'm sure you've managed it well at this point. Yeah, it's definitely tough sometimes. Sometimes you have to cut out sleep a little bit. <laughs> but overall, it's not it's not like the most difficult thing in the world. Obviously, like sometimes you have to like stay up to like one or two doing a piece set or writing a paper. But besides that, it's not too hard. Obviously, we have to structure our schedules a little differently than most kids just because we we can't do anything in the afternoon since we have practice from, what is it, like 2, 2.30 until 7 or 8. So the only really hard things would be schedule making and then just like getting your work done on time and just making sure you're up to date with all your assignments. And what, what are you studying, Thor, at Harvard? I'm going to be concentrating in econ. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. That's, that's awesome, man. It's so funny. I love these bios that people put out on, on Harvard website. I see the last thing it says that you're a star Wars enthusiast, which is kind of a fun thing (laughs) to get put into your bio, man. So I guess a little bit of, of just kind of into your mind a little bit, man. Like what are some of your hobbies? I see star Wars listed, but like, what are some things that you like to do kind of outside of football? Yeah. Star Wars is one. Um, I like (laughs) comics a lot. Comics are good. Like Marvel. Not nice. a huge DC guy, but um, other things I just like. I like walking a lot. I also like biking. Those are probably my, probably my two biggest like outside of football and like working out hobbies. I love it, man. I love it again. Just a little bit of insight into you, and I know obviously the the part of maturation of football because we've talked about the physical development. You talked about the technical aspects of playing the position. I have to imagine that film study is obviously a big thing. So I'm just curious if there's maybe some players that you model your game after a little bit in the NFL circle, like past, present, growing up. Like, are there any guys that you kind of watch a ton and just try to get some like technical aspects of their game and how they win that type of thing? Yeah. I would say the two players that I watch the most would be Aaron Donald and then Indomitian Sue. Like Aaron Donald, just for like his speed, his technique, because he's so technical the way he's able to like jump and move his hands and all that. So I like to emulate that. And then Dominican Sue, just like his aggression, the way he plays. I like to model my game after that. I, I, I still can't believe, and I, and I reminisce about this a little bit a while of um, uh, often, Thor, is like a couple years ago when Sue and Donald both played together for that one season yeah. in LA. I'm just like, oh my god, man! Like, how how do you stop that? The, the, just the yeah. like you said, the the brute strength of the Dominican Sue. Because like, obviously, I'm I'm older than you, but I remember when Dominican <laughs> Sue was at Nebraska, and he was just the most dominant defensive lineman I've probably ever seen in college. And then obviously, what Aaron Donald's done in the NFL, I, I love just kind of you picking those two guys because they literally have played together, which is which is pretty funny to kind of consider. I, I guess if I had a couple more questions for you, one would just be. You guys, uh, for people that don't follow the Ivy League much, Harvard always puts out a good product. Like you guys are consistently a really good football program on your level. So I guess my question would be like, how? What are some goals that you have set? Because obviously you've been a individually a really great football player. You're a part of a really good program. What are some goals that you have for just the remainder of the season, as far as individually, team wise? Like, what are things that you want to accomplish? Well, team wise, it's the we have the same goal as every year: is go ten and zero and win the Ivy League. Yep. And we get some tough opponents coming up, like Saturday, we get Holy Cross, and probably the best O-line we're going to be facing this whole year, besides maybe Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a big challenge, but we're excited for that. And then personally, I'll probably just probably try to get more accolades, get more, get my name out there more, perform even better than I have been these past two games, and just trying to help this team win every single game. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And and like I said, you know, kind of leading up to this interview, just watching your film, I mean, you're you're 
only a junior in college and you're technically only still have sophomore eligibility because you had the COVID year, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I I just, I have to think whether it is 2023 NFL draft, 2024, 2025, like, I don't, I don't know. Obviously I can't tell the future, but I think that there's going to be a lot of people on the next level that are going to really value the talent you bring to the game. So just kind of flash it forward again. Like we don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but just kind of knowing that like, Hey, you might have the ability to play professional football. I guess my first part of the question is how long has that been a dream? And then the second part is just like, what type of blessing would that be just to know in the pretty near future that could be a reality for you? Yeah. I mean, just kind of like being like right there, right next to it, which has been a goal since probably sophomore year of high school, because freshman year I started playing football and then sophomore year, I really start started focusing in on it. And I kind of realized that, Hey, maybe I can actually do something with this. So it would be out of this world if I'm able to get to that next level and achieve that goal that, that I've had since probably sophomore year of high school. Love it, man. Again, joined by Thor Griffith, star defensive lineman out of Harvard. Make sure if you are not checking him out, number 50 on the field for Harvard as they continue their hot start to the season this week in a big matchup against Holy Cross, who Matthew Slukin and those guys, they have a really good football team, obviously, for Holy Cross as well. Make sure to tune in. And Thor, again, man, I really appreciate you again. Just give me a little background on the story. I, I know I, I I was looking up interviews with you. I was looking through box scores, doing a lot of type of stuff. It's great just kind of doing that background research, but I really just appreciate kind of just hearing you and, and kind of getting the backstory firsthand, man. So I really appreciate you again, you joining the show today. Well, thank you, Robert. It was a great time. I really love being here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.